I would just like to make a note (laughs) that I have never been featured on Joe's Instagram. (laughs) I think Joe is a bit like, I I feel like Joe is not an Instagram. I feel like we need a code name for him. Yeah, we definitely do. We need a code name. We need a code name for fucking everybody. Oh, yeah. Ayla, not you. Ayla, not you. Ayla, you get to be all glory. (laughs) Although I said to Ayla yesterday, she put a picture up of um, some like plants on Instagram, like she's being a plant mum. And I I was like, this. And I was like, sorry, but what the fuck has happened to the sl- the single slut that is Ayla? Like, yeah. oh, so you and Maddie are off here in like married land, whilst <laughs> I just remain like in my host in my like ho phase C. Like, what the fuck? This is the girl that someone said I love you to, and she just looked at them and was like, can't relate. Oh my god, you were such a dick before you left. <laughs> uh- Wild. It is wild. I can't believe it's episode five. This is insane. That's a month of craziness. A month, a month of making everyone <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> a month of our madness. A literally a month of our madness. Whoop. But everybody's loving it. I actually haven't looked at the insights this week, so I need to. Oh, I haven't I either, to, actually. No. Least obsessive. <laughs> I know. I kind of think I've been like just like busy and yeah. brain's been in other places but as I say we're very organised beans recording this yeah the day before it's supposed to come out the day before unlike what we usually do where it's like oh no we haven't recorded the pod quickly right now <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode five episode five yay yeah, episode five of Girls Without Degrees thank you for joining us thank you for having us another week well, <laughs> thank thank you um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, we're in your ears. We are. <laughs> and you said you've had a busy week. I mean, I know what's been going on in your week. Um, I have had a busy week. <laughs> oh my God. I have had an interesting and busy week. Yeah, I've had a busy week, obviously, kind of getting into the swing of things with my new job, which is really cool. Mm. There's a lot to do, but that's great. It's yeah. what I've been needing and what I've been craving. Um, yeah. And so now I just need to put my like my big old pants on and you know just get on with it (laughs) and then obviously so I've been commuting to work which has been cool like I've been putting my podcast on my music on having a good old sing song and as I was in the middle of having all these good old sing songs I'm pretty sure I was like blasting out some show tunes (laughs) I my car suddenly got really loud and I was like oh that's a bit weird and then and then I was like what is that noise and it was the very distinct sound of metal dragging along the tarmac I drove probably for about eight kilometers like this into work because I was like I'm not stopping now I'm on a motorway I'm not stopping I'm Gosh. I'm just powering through and I ever like I was honestly looking in my rearview mirror being like I'm pretty sure I know what's happening to my car right now because it sounds like a boy racer car and I can hear the metal dragging I'm gonna look in my rearview mirror any minute and see my exhaust just laying in the middle of oh. the road. Let's take out the person behind you like and then take calls out, like a 10 person like a crash. 10 person crash. And you just keep driving oh off God, like two. There was a dog bed in the middle of the road Aww. the other day and everyone had to like swerve around it because someone had clearly run it over and there was fluff going bloody everywhere. <laughs> and everyone was obviously concerned to then run it over again in case like, it got caught in Worse. your tire or yeah. something. Yeah. And so everyone wow. was like diverting around this dog bed on the 100 kilometer an hour road. There's been some weird things on that road. Yeah, very weird things on seen, that road. Like, I've seen a dog on that road. <gasps> Floss. Yeah. Killed. Yeah. Oh, a car. that makes me so sad. I think going the other way though. Oh no, that makes me so sad. sad. Anyway, on that sad note. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so my car basically. 
this car I bought like two months ago, mm. very famously Princess Daihatsu. Yeah. And um, her exhaust pipe has rested. So I obviously like, like limped along to work. I took it to work, then took it to a garage. And the bloke was like, no, we don't do that here. You need to take it somewhere else. And I was like, okay. So I went to get in the car, drove off and he was like, oh no, hold on, wait. It's literally hanging off. We'll sort it for you. So they've Aww. temporarily fixed it. I think they've like welded it or something. But yeah, that was a that was a dramatic start to the week. I'm not going to oh, lie. Gosh. That yeah. was a dramatic start to the week. How has your week been? Your exhaust pipe hasn't fallen off, which no, it is hasn't. good. The car's been in for another oh. fix, but that's all right. That's okay. It wasn't a life or death, I don't think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't actually know. No. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it could be in you go. <laughs> Who knows? We're not we're not car people. Yeah. We're very much like, let the experts do it. We'll yeah, we car people in the sense that we like to look at pretty cars mm. and we know the cars that we like and mm. know that one day we want to be mummy influencers driving around and matching Porsche. in Porsches. Yeah. But for now, for the steps in between that, literally no idea. We'll just ignore those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have someone else week? looking after How it. How has your week been? Um, it's been good. I'm feeling very drained this week. I think it's just the yeah. end of the year, like coming to an yeah, end definitely it, it, I think it's definitely in the air mm. like it's feeling like it's coming everywhere yeah um, yeah because obviously for the listeners in the UK like life this is this is we're coming up to summertime here mm. and like life is starting to shut down kind of like it does in the UK like it's got a very like school holidays feel about it yeah. even as an adult because you get so much time off for Christmas yeah like genuinely yeah. blown away by that yeah oh yeah you've got three yeah. weeks uh, three weeks well, would you normally have like two weeks over Christmas though? So normally you'd get like, mm, yes, yeah, I suppose that you're only really getting an extra week, but mm. it just feels so much more because I don't go back until the 16th. Yeah, true. Like that just feels wild. It's quite long. And yeah, ordinarily in the UK, I've broke, like, broken up, <laughs> broken up from work um, on the like kind of worked all the way up until the like 22nd, 23rd. Yeah. Um, and then actually, and often I've actually worked up until Christmas Eve, and then yeah. gone back on like the fourth of January. All oh, right. Oh, so yeah. you literally get that kind of like week off period. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was like that in Singapore, but we went to work in between as well. Yes, and I've worked, mm. and I worked other places as well that didn't shut down. Yeah. So unless you specifically took the time off, which I never did because I don't have kids or responsibilities, yeah. and I was like, I'll just fucking work. Yeah. Um, yeah, you used to go in in between as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah. don't do that here. Yeah, no, no, it's literally like, everyone's like, yeah, it's Christmas time now. Sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you later. But we have grand plans for Christmas. We do. We have some exciting stuff for you guys in the next month. Oh my God, yeah, we do. We have, very a, very, exciting. We have a very exciting thing that we decided we were going to do. It's, yeah. We'll keep it a surprise, but you're all invited. Yeah. <laughs> We've also decided that we're going to be really bougie and try doing our nails really nicely. So yeah. we'll update you on that one and yeah, see how we go. Because we're both like a bit feral at the yeah. moment. Like we are just not. We were saying this evening as we were doing the horses. <laughs> Hanging out with horses. We are just like, we wish we could be those people that are like super put together. You know, like yeah. have hair done and nails done and like. Always have the nice outfits. Yeah, always have nice like, outfits. Look so good. Like, we just look feral. Yeah, we so do. We look nice. Like five percent of the time mm. i went into work today and i was just like i felt like there yeah what did you wear to work today 
And just like that leopard. Skirt. I actually thought your outfit was really cute for work today. Oh, in fact, yes. no, I say what did you wear? I saw it because I would like the notification. Talk to me on the camera. Yeah, talk to me on the camera. And <laughs> <laughs> watch you put the camera, like the full journey of you putting the, Hello. Cam- <laughs> the camera outside and the dog flipping walking past it every 10 seconds. And no, I actually thought it was super cute today. Uh, I felt just like pumped me. Pumpkin-y? Oh, Pumpkin-y? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I just like your style. I love that sweater. Thank you so much. This this was as part of my shopping spree that I went yeah. on. That Merry I, Christmas to you. That means, yeah, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and probably also Happy Birthday for next yeah. year from me to me. And now means I need to stop shopping. Because it, also, it draws out your eyes. Thank you. I'm going to have to post a photo of it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. It's not actually a colour I wear very often. It's beautiful. Thank you. And she's wearing, uh, so we will post a photo, but she's wearing like a baby blue Levi's sweater. Yeah, and I like the like standout embroidery. And also it was 25% off, I think. I thought you were going to say it was $25. I was no, be like, mm. I would literally have bought like... Five of them. I would bought five of them. I would have yeah. bought you one as well. Yeah. Um, but you can, just, you can just borrow this one. Cause... Yeah, I will. No, I probably won't actually because I'll get it dirty. Yeah, true. Please don't do that. But it's also, yeah. it's like nice and thin. So it's like not, it's not. Uh, yeah, I've got a Levi's sweater like this. Yeah. And it's dirty, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's white. Like... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I know exactly what yeah. you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love white things. Yes, but just should never buy them. But she loves white things, but has like obviously two dogs. Spends a lot of time outside, quite often potters around the garden, and then kind of forgets that you're, you just forget you're wearing white clothing. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. I'm very much an outdoors person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who loves... Not a put-together, nice nails, nice no, clothes no, all the no, time no, person. No, neither. <laughs> like, yeah. So often in, like, disgusting, like, yeah. hiking, dog walking, mm. horse walking. Horse walking? Horse walking, because it seems to be a lot of what I do. Horse walking clothes, like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you buy nice things and you have good intentions. Like I've bought um, those white shoes that I wear sometimes. I have yes. good intentions with those, but but they've just the, the dog stood in them. Yes, on them. and that's the thing. <laughs> and then you buy like a nice jacket, mm. and then you accidentally one day wear it down to the yard, and you're like, oh, oh, oh well, this is this has kind of become my yard jacket now. Oh shit. Yeah. And then oh, it's like it's like t-shirts do you find that i mean mm. you obviously we've had discussion a few times you obviously don't wear pajamas yeah no. to sleep in <laughs> i obviously do wear pajamas but i'll quite often buy t-shirts and then suddenly i end up finding myself sleeping in them yeah and then i obviously i wear them out and i'm like oh but this is like this is My a pajamas top. i used to do that so i yeah. used to have well, i never bought t-shirts i'd always have them from like camp or i don't know other things i'd just randomly get them and yeah. i used to sleep in t-shirts but no. Yeah, now I don't. Now you don't. <laughs> now she sleeps totally and utterly nude. <laughs> Just for everyone that wants to know. <laughs> Just a special shout for Auntie Jeremy and Mandy and Richard. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, we should probably, now we've creeped out your brother yeah. and your parents. Beautiful. Um, and, and me. And you. <laughs> well, after the comments you made at dinner... I am allowed to creep you out. I'm not going to go into what she said at dinner about... What did I say at dinner? About... This dinner. Yes. Oh, about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For everybody's graces, I'm, no, I'm not going to repeat what was said. But she... Yeah, it was uncomfortable, and I was trying to eat my spaghetti, and you were not helping. <laughs> we didn't play Jingle Bells this time, though. You'll be proud yeah, of us. Yeah, we didn't play Jingle Bells. We were not. We were not quite drunk enough for that yeah so as always that's enough waffling from Mm. us and we're gonna get into 
the day. The day's topic. Um, yeah, this week's episode is, again, something that covers kind of everybody, really, unless you are one of those unbelievably amazing privileged people that I see on TikTok sometimes, of the stay-at-home daughters. Oh, my God. That is what, what I want. What a life goal. What a life goal. <laughs> stay-at-home daughter. <laughs> that is what I want to be. Do you know it's like, I don't know if... It, like anyone's ever said this to you but a lot of people have said it to me and I don't know if it's because they want people to think highly of them or they genuinely believe it but yeah. they kind of go I couldn't think of anything worse than being a stay-at-home mum that's like my dream job yes is to be a stay-at-home mum yes and I know what you mean so mine flits between there are times I'm like when am I going to get to be a stay-at-home mum when you see other people living that life it's like why when when will I get to live my dreams but then other times I'm like oh no I don't I don't think I could do it I think I'd get and I think you'd probably get the same as well no so my dream is and I follow this lady on Instagram I think I've sent you a few of her things yes 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 she is a CEO and she is a mum yeah she balances the two so well and I'm like that is me and they live in a mansion and it's beautiful and they have different furniture for Christmas and uh, you know oh my God, all that stuff furniture for Christmas I know it's beautiful <laughs> oh, her Instagram is amazing it's late with Kate if you want to go have a look at it um okay that sounds amazing a shout out <laughs> shout out to her collaboration she has the most beautiful new house collaboration please share this pod yeah <laughs> all of her children have en suites i'm like this oh is amazing God. i don't know that's what her husband more, does that's definitely a more common thing like in like america yeah though. they can afford bigger houses yes because in selling sunset it's always like and this is a nine bedroom 17 bathroom house yeah and you're like how does this how does this compute and it's like oh wait because every bedroom has an ensuite that obviously doesn't apply to all Mm. of america but like the like bigger houses yeah every single bedroom and a lot of the houses i've been to like friends in the states and things they're the same yeah just an ensuite yeah just an ensuite it's just normal to have an ensuite yeah it's insane anyway Anyway, i can't remember oh no my life goal so ceo but also mum and awesome she has four mom. daughters, but I would rather four boys than four girls. I would just rather not have four kids. Christ, that's <laughs> way too many kids. I have all, I've always known my whole life I only ever wanted one. Yeah. yeah. You only ever wanted one. I only ever wanted one child. Like, always, I've always known I only ever wanted that's one. That's past tense. Oh. One. <laughs> Wait, no, one, one. I've always wanted one. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I works. guess you're right. You're yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Question. Anyway, I, anyway, yes. <laughs> so back to what we were actually talking about. Um, yeah. So unless you obviously you're a stay-at-home daughter, mm. which like g- genuinely one is going to be my turn to be happy. Yeah. Um, you have probably had a job or been in the workforce at some point because even like a lot of like stay-at-home mums, wives, husbands, dads, whatever have entered the workforce at some point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so you've kind of everyone's everyone's been in the workforce, and I think there's a lot that is mm, you're not told mm. when you first go in. Yeah, as a young as a younger person, because obviously, like when I got my first proper job, I was eighteen. How old were you? Seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seventeen, yeah. eighteen. That that's young. Like you're and yeah, you know, that's that's a young age to be going in, and it's you very much transition out of that school environment into the work environment mm. and kind of when you're at school everyone around you is sort of like your age mm. whereas when you enter the workplace you could be working with people like 
three times your age and well three yeah. times is probably a bit yeah. of an exaggeration but like tw- at least twice your age yeah and there's all the sort of ups and downs that come with that so what do you think for you was the biggest shock when you entered the workplace something that you kind of hadn't really been prepared for <laughs> Well, it depends on what job, to be quite honest, because I did enter as a horse riding instructor and yes. I was working 7.30 till like 6.30 p.m., 7.30 a.m. till 6.30 p.m. in Singapore and it was just disgusting. Oh, my God. And I don't think, like, I was ready to work hard. Yes, but then there's... I just didn't think it was going to be that hard. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds really terrible, but... No, but I think actually that's a thing like and I think sometimes when you like you kind of get drilled into you by the older generation that oh it's going to be hard work and you should just learn to deal with hard. Yeah. you should learn to put up with it and it's like whilst that is kind of true sometimes actually it is too hard and you're having like the piss taken out of you and yeah you know things it's okay for you to stand up for yourself and be mm. like actually I feel like this is too much yeah like, I need to like yeah not have this much responsibility yeah, or not yeah, yeah. be doing this much yeah yeah and I think I hit that point I remember I slept in one yes. morning I told you about this yes. and I slept in and I woke up to my boss calling me and she's like where are you you've got a lesson in half an hour and I was like half an hour's train ride from the stables and I was like Mwah. oh no like it was just I've never done that since and I've never done it again but it's like my biggest it's fear ter- it is terrifying but I was like, so tired yes. I was literally so exhausted that I slept through five alarms oh my god it didn't wake up so I think that was like a realization moment for me and then I started working more half days there instead of full days and that yeah. helped a lot but yes. um and like you can make changes to make your life easier yeah like it's you know and if you're really struggling like you can it's difficult because sometimes you may feel like you don't have a like a boss that you could approach mm. about stuff like this but if you need to make changes that's absolutely fine yeah and, like, you know, there's this whole thing about, like, our generation being, like, oh, work shy and stuff. It's, like, actually, I think no. quite a lot of that comes from the fact we're just able to just stand up for ourselves a little bit more and just be, yeah. like, don't actually have to put up with this. Yeah. Like, and it's fine. As I say, like, don't get me wrong, there's always a difference between, like, laziness. And I've worked with people that are much older than me and around my own age that have definitely been, mm. had, like, an element of laziness yeah. to them. There's definitely laziness and then there's entitlement. Yes. And I think oh, our for sure. generation are very entitled. Yeah. And that's fine as long as you, like, I think more of us should be entitled. Yes, But agreed. you need to des- like you need to have your wins and you need to deserve to be yes. entitled. You can't yes, just go agreed. straight in at 18. And be like, uh, so I want, yeah, like, $200,000 a year. That. I want this, I want that. It's like, actually, you do have to work a little bit yeah. for that, like you say. They need to be deserved entitlements. Mm. And, and I think that's what I learned faster is um, like the first thing I really learned from work. And I've noticed that like, my friends came out of uni and one of them was very like good at what she did. She in terms of what she studied, but mm. she never worked it a day yes. of it in her life and got a job elsewhere yeah doing it and then found that she had to do more admin work and was really like Like, not oh no wait hold on no one no one said I had to do this admin work like what do you mean admin work yeah no no I've just like really fiery eh? yeah experienced something very similar working in my first job and there was a couple of people that had come out of uni Mm. and were like well and what do you mean admin 
Yeah, we I've got a degree. I've got a degree. I don't, I don't need. Like, like, I don't need to be the office manager yeah. or like a. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. I don't. A I'm minute not, taker. Yeah, I'm not doing admin. It's like actually, admin is an incredibly important. Is it all yeah. building? All building blocks for your entire career, and if you, yeah, and that's what you want to build is that baseline. And it doesn't matter if you've been to uni or not. No one is above that sort of thing. No, like and it's it, actually, and it gives you skills because as well, there's people that have definitely not had that and kind of gotten away with it and then they have to ask you really they might be higher up in a certain position Mm. but they have to ask you really simple questions because they haven't built that like base layer that or they tell you what to do I had that lady I was telling you about that used to get me to photocopy everything she honestly like every news clipping that came in she'd be like can you please photocopy this for me and I started off as an intern yeah where I was working and I moved up pretty fast and it wasn't my responsibility to I wasn't even working on the same side of the business as her. Yeah, yeah. And she still asked me to photocopy things. And I, like, me just being me, I was like, yeah, Yay, that's fine. That's yeah, that's fine. Anyway, got to my last day and she was like, can you photocopy this for me? And I said, no, I've got a lot to wrap up. Like, I was leaving. I was yeah. going back to the States. And she goes, oh, well, I I don't know how to use the photocopier. It's wild. And I was like... <laughs> You, you were in one of the most senior positions in the company and you do not know no, how to use a photocopier. Photocopy. It's amazing. It's like, incredible. It is genuinely amazing. The people that are higher up that do not know how to do simple things like that. Yeah. And that's why genuinely we recommend that I do not think admin is below you because no. it's a skill you will, the skills you will take literally throughout your entire yeah. career. <laughs> Just take, take any opportunity. And if you want to work for a company like the admin role is yeah, a good it, way in. Yeah. is a great way in because actually yeah. as well, I've found you make yourself an incredibly valuable member of the team through yeah. an admin role and you can learn so much. You learn all the ins and outs of companies. You learn all the ins and outs of the clients. Mm. Like it's a really great place to start. And I know that, This especially applies, I think, when you are coming up against the whole need a degree type thing. So say, for example, let's take, for example, you want a marketing role, Mm -hmm. uh, but they want a degree and you're really struggling to get an interview. Yeah. But they have an admin role available. Very, very similar to what you did in in, in the role that you're in now. Take that admin role. Mm. Because you make yourself a valuable team member and you prove yourself once you're in. Yeah. It's a really great inwards way we don't get paid commission by admin role by all those hiring no but I think it's like a way to learn and I think it's a really good way to a place to start like you never expect even regardless of your education or your background you never expect to go straight into the job that you want no and that's a massive thing Mm. that is genuinely a massive thing and I think that's actually unfortunately a bit of a disillusionment that people that go to university have but it's not because they do it it's because like sometimes the university presents that idea to them yeah that oh you're going to come out of uni and you're going to get your you're going to get your dream job and Straight I know off. that when actually when I applied for uni and I got in and everything and I went to an induction day that's basically kind of what they said to me yeah was that oh this is the only way you're going to get that dream job and yeah you'll, and you'll get your dream job off the back of this degree and it's like you're really setting people up to fail yeah. <laughs> by telling them that, like, because they're not going to. And that's when you become really disheartened and you're just like, oh, God, like, mm. I'm never going to get this job. Why did I even bother? Like, yeah. And yeah, you're never going to get your, you, very, very, well, very rarely are you going to get your dream job straight off the bat. Yeah. And yeah. It, such is life. I mean, you've got to work, like, work for something. And actually, at the end of the day, it's a valuable thing because. Yeah. 
you like if you get your dream job straight away then where next yeah on it like you've got nothing to work towards like genuinely where next and that's kind of the great thing about not getting your dream job mm. it's because you can build and build and build to it and yeah yeah no and like no one gets everything they want in life that's just a nice sad <laughs> a sad fact the truth sad fact of life is that no one gets everything they want no, no one gets everything they want. Anyway, I'll pull that back. What was the, what was actually the question? The question was, <laughs> what do you think the biggest shock for you was when you entered the workplace? And obviously something that you just hadn't been prepared for. Like something that was like, for example, like something that school hadn't prepared you for. Was it like the people? Was it the culture? Was it the way you kind of had to adapt your mindset? I think it was just how... Um... I don't actually know. This is a really good question and I really don't know the answer because there's so many things that I can think of. But I think the biggest shock for me is how, um, like, I, this is, I need to frame this in a way that doesn't sound terrible, but no, it's how good. little, it's what we talked about, like how little people actually know, like how yes. little common sense is and yeah. how... And how people can get how, to positions. But yeah, and then no you're kind of like an 18-year-old going, hold up a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> and it's like, look at this magical keyboard shortcut mm. I can show you, and they're genuinely like blown away. And it's like... And you know that will save you eight oh, yes. days. That's yes. a fun fact. Eight days, if you can use your keyboard shortcuts effectively, that will save you eight days, eight working days. Which is wild. Mm. Like, actually wild. In the year. Yeah. Anyway, what was anyway. the biggest shock for you? so <laughs> jumping back from our waffle so i could say i could say the funny thing <laughs> which i'm gonna have to caveat or i could say the more serious thing well you've got to say both now. okay right the funny thing we'll <laughs> oh, start with the funny thing trust my arm <laughs> the funny thing was so i went into my very first job i went into a working environment have you ever seen the film the wolf of wall street mm-hmm. yeah so the company i worked for back in its like glory heydays had leonardo dicaprio in it no that would have been extremely fucking cool mm. but no okay. um acted very similarly to the wolf of wall street <laughs> i'm not joking down to the performing like dwarfs the strippers. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, everything. And people idolised Jordan Belfort. There were pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio as Jordan Belfort round the office with inspirational quotes on them. Oh, dear. Yeah, so it was an incredibly toxic, like, m- toxic masculinity. Like, it, mm. was, it was just not a good environment. As an 18-year-old girl going into it, mm. it taught me to grow up very quickly. Yeah. So the funny thing, the biggest shock for me, funniness-wise, was the drug dealer coming into work. <gasps> yeah, so as I say, I'm obviously not going to be able to give any details out about this. And again, it wasn't everybody, it wasn't every day, yeah. it was just... A, it was it was being thrust into that environment of yeah. like, oh my God, people are doing like cocaine around me, like what the fuck oh is God. happening? As I say, this was a long time ago. In the UK. In the UK, <laughs> no one like... No one come for the company. People, there will be people listening to this that know exactly who and what and when I'm talking about. I'm obviously not going to say anything else. Mm. If you particularly wanted to look into my like working history, I mean, you can. But like, I it's been so long now. I severely doubt anyone cares. But that was a massive shock. For yeah, me. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Like it was actually wild. I didn't experience that. The company slowly started to change because. They, they went through a real bad patch of not making any money. It's like, yeah, mm. we can't just carry on kind of as we are. Yeah. 
With um, the performing dwarfs. With the performing dwarfs. I mean, that was obviously long before I got there. But yeah, it was <laughs> wild. Like, oh my God, the stories that used to come out of it. I probably can't tell them on like air. On air it yeah. was it was insane. Oh, so let me say on air. Like we host some sort of really popular <laughs> radio show. Um but again, yeah, the biggest thing, the biggest then serious shock for me was very similar to you. Mm. You had all these people that were like high up positions and adults, but you were doing the same job as them and you could kind of do your job a bit better and knew more and yeah like and it's like and they had that real sense of entitlement as well kind of just yeah. like oh well I'm older I clearly know better it's like yeah actually you kind of don't uh, <laughs> this is a this is questionable um, this is questionable and obviously we come at this from like our own perspective Experience. and like you know yeah. and to be fair I'm sure it will happen literally when when they joined the workforce they probably felt exactly yeah. the same but it's something yeah that you're not prepared for is working because like I said earlier you go from a school environment where you're all the same age and then you go into work and it's like oh wait hi Sandra isn't it so nice how are your grandkids <laughs> doing it's like I'm 18 having this conversation it's so weird <laughs> um but yeah that was that was probably the biggest shock yeah for me. a light-hearted question for mm. you have you made any amazing friends through work so you know how it's kind of you kind of like again something people don't really tell you that you make you can make some really great friends through work and sometimes Mm -hmm. I hear the narrative oh you shouldn't ever be friends with your co-workers oh really I actually think that that's bollocks that is bollocks yeah well I think aside from camp that to me that doesn't count because that's a very unique situation yeah yeah that is where I met pretty much all my best friends (laughs) <laughs> literally <laughs> yes no no, no. Bar, like one or two yeah um i th- yes i actually have yeah i don't believe in it at all but I, i'm not a good person at keeping in touch with people so no so you lose it's the people that if i was in the area or anything like yeah, that i yeah. would see them and i'd feel like it would be the same like yeah, it's yeah. not a um there's some in singapore there's some in australia uh, there's one in Australia. Yeah. Um, that was a whole other story in itself. Um, <laughs> one day we'll do an episode of where we just tell the other stories. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> a tell-all. Oh, I think I would get sued. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, and then, yeah, like, even my last job, there's still a couple of people that I, like, keep in touch with and, yeah, like, are on the wedding list and things like that. Yeah. So. I think it's an amazing place to meet friends, actually, because yeah. it's, like... It's like grown-up school. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's difficult to make friends as an adult. And that's what I found, that's what I was finding really challenging about working from home mm. so much, is that it's like, how do I how do I go out and meet new people and yeah. make new friends and stuff? Like, how do I make these connections? It's you're really challenging when you work from home. Yeah, literally working from home with Floss and Patch as my only friends. <laughs> best friends. Look, you've made two best friends. Yay! <laughs> do you find, though, that... Um, like you have to leave the work environment to actually figure out who your friends are I think sometimes yes and sometimes no Mm. and I think one thing I do find really challenging sometimes is I have worked with some people I've been very good friends with and then had work disagreements that's quite a challenging thing to tackle because uh yeah for a time worked with a very good friend of mine and she her and I were kind of on like um, we're on different teams and the teams interconnected quite a lot mm. and there were times when we would disagree on certain things yeah. and that would always be quite challenging quite hard. because you you don't and you don't want to take that beyond work yeah 
but, but you need to draw a line. But you need to draw a line. Like you're yeah. like, we're friends, but I, I can't just let this kind of like slide. That that's so that is the only challenge. That is a real challenge when you are when you work with your friends. Yeah. But no, I have to say I found you. Yeah, to be you discover the tr- you, who your true friends are once mm. you leave. Because like much like you, I've had really good friends through work, and actually then once I've kind of left, it's been like they fade out. Oh, I've faded out. But then there's yeah. been others that. I've really kept in touch with. Yeah. I'm struggling with it at the moment because there's a lot of people that I work with that mm. I really love for like, to invite to the wedding and yeah, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But I'm holding off because for that same situation, like if they left or situation or circumstances changed yes. in the next year. Yeah. Then you don't it's know. It's hard to know who actually is going to stick around. It's and especially who's not. difficult in your position where you're planning a wedding. Like, yeah, but invites can go out a bit later. I yeah, guess. that's true. <laughs> and, Uninvitations. <laughs> Sorry, I which, just want to take that one back. Which I think should be a thing, genuinely. Yeah, uninvitations, like yeah, yeah. should be a thing. But it's probably a very unpopular opinion, but uninvitations <laughs> should be. It's a popular opinion. It's a popular yeah. opinion in in this room, and that's really all that matters. Um, so a topic I want to touch on, mm. bit dark, a bit. Like, I'm mm. um, going to caveat this genuinely with a trigger warning because it may be a very sensitive thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, obviously, whilst it doesn't happen in every single workplace, it happens. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's probably happened to you. Have you experienced creepy or even, like, predatory behaviour in the workplace? Because I want to talk about this because it's a really... It is a big thing and... Especially, I want this to kind of be as a advice and sound like because you know, we've always wanted to make this mm. advice and sounding board type place for younger people, and I think this is a big thing when you're going into the workforce and kind of how you handle yeah. this. And obviously, we're probably not going to be able to cover absolutely everything today. Yeah, and this may end up being an entire sub episode <laughs> on its own. But yeah, I do just want to talk about it. Yeah, I um haven't like I've been really lucky because I haven't had it too much but I've had like one of my waitressing jobs when I was 15 Mm. 16 the boss the guy was like super creepy yeah yeah, yeah. and like offered me a ride home a few times and I just said straight up no like I'd rather have waited yeah yeah um do you did you kind of feel like you were just you just had to accept that and that everyone just accepted that he was super creepy and no one because he was the owner yeah because he's the owner what are you gonna do about it yeah and no one called no one would call him out on it yeah I have had clients where I've um, said I wouldn't work for them or, like, work on their um, account because because they've they're... reached out through, like, LinkedIn or something and it's been, like, really uncomfortable. Oh, it's usually no. L more older men. Oh, no. But there like... was actually one woman as well who did give me the heebie. Like, not the heebies, but she just... Yeah, just... Was tr- trying to hit on me and it was just uncomfortable and it was like, I, like... Yeah, just bad. Don't hit... Just this is a anyone. This is a big PSA. Do not hit on people through LinkedIn. Oh, God, no. Just do it's not. Just like, it's not for that. It's it, not there for it. It's not there for that. And also, it's like a suit... It's just a massive invasion of people's privacy. Mm. Like, it's gross. People it's are... It's not a date... It's work. It's, it's there yeah. for work. It's not a dating site. And the amount of oh. times I've gone through LinkedIn and seen women, like posting screenshots of creepy men of message them just don't do it yeah like do not do it but other than that i've actually been really lucky like i've definitely experienced misogyny in the workplace mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. like um sexism but yes. the creepy stuff not as much not as much yeah what was your 
Oh, so it all, again, all started... All started, <laughs> all started, that, started. All started that really... The singing dwarves. <laughs> at that really lovely company I worked for. No, it did, it did start there yeah. because it was, it was such like an old boys club. And to be fair, kind of experienced it quite a bit there and then experienced it really only in one of my other jobs. And then kind of other than that, I've, I've been quite lucky and I've yeah. been... I did have to go to HR yeah. about someone because... Um, which was challenging because I actually liked this person. Like yeah. I kind of got on well with them, but their behaviour just it just went too far yeah. a lot of the time, and went to like touching and making comments. And then I found myself being like, if I'd like straightened my hair or something, I'd be like, oh no, fuck! Like they're going to comment on it. They're going to make a thing yeah. of it. Fuck shit! Like I, I got I I used to get scared about it, but I yeah. think. One of the things, one of the creepiest things that always really stands out in my mind is I was like 18 or 19 and I remember sitting down with one of the like sales guys and him asking me how old I was. And I was like, oh, I'm 19. He was like, okay, that that's good. That means like the things I've thought about you are legal then. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> what? What the fuck? And as an 18, year, 19 year old, what do you even say to that? Genuinely, what do you even say to that yeah. when like a 45 year old man says that to you? Yeah. Like now I would turn around and say, fuck off. But like now, yeah, now yeah. I'd turn around and be like, excuse me? No. Yeah. Like, that is not that old, is mate. not appropriate. And if I heard someone else say that to like a 19 year old I was working with, I'd be like, no. Yeah, was anyone around when he said that to you? Yeah, and they just oh. didn't say anything. I think, like, another woman laughed and she just didn't, she just didn't say anything. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just... And it can be... I think one of the things as well is you can be made to feel like an uptight bitch mm. for saying something. Mm. You're not being an uptight bitch. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, you're well within your right yeah. to say something. If you don't feel comfortable saying something directly to that person go and speak to someone else about it. And yeah. this is what I wish someone had been there to tell me. Yeah. Is that, like, that kind of thing is not okay. Yeah. And that you can go and speak to HR, go mm. and speak to, like, your manager, whatever. Go and find someone within the company that you trust and, and go and talk to them yeah. about it. I like, think that's one of the things that you don't learn at that age either is that you... Like, you just, well, you learn to take it. And I yes. think that's the problem is, like, instead of learning to take it, I think it's only in the last few years that I've actually really learned to turn around and say, no, that's not on. Yeah. No, no, no. And there will, there will still be times when I, you pick your battles. There are still times when I'm just like, ha, 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 mm-hmm. and just sort of, like, take it because I'm genuinely, like, a bit scared of what that person will do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, you know, you do hear these awful stories of women being killed because they rejected men. And you don't you don't yeah. want to end up as a, as a statistic in that. Like, yeah. And it's, it, is, it is scary. And as I say, it's, it obviously is not all men, but every single no. woman I know has a story like it. Yeah. So it's, it's enough of you. And <laughs> you know, it's actually a fair point because I know that there's a few men as well that have a similar story. Oh yeah. God, of course there is. There are yeah. definitely, and this is the, this is the thing as well. As a man, you do not have to sit and take it. Like, no. I've worked with some really weird old, like older women who yeah. have made very inappropriate comments about the younger men. Yeah. You do not have to stand and take that just exactly. because you're a man. And especially like, because you're a man, I think yeah. you f- would probably feel more like you would have to. You just have to, and you're like, ah, ladies, uh, and you just have yeah. to like laugh it off. 
No, you no. don't have to do that. If something yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable, it's okay to like talk to someone about it. It's okay to someone. it's okay to talk to someone about it. It's okay to push back on it. Like mm. objectification is is not okay on either side. Like yeah. it's just not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that was a big thing I wanted to kind of touch on, and that I think <laughs> the biggest thing coming out of it is Ooh. that you can you can speak to people about it. Yeah. You don't have to be afraid of speaking to people about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do we have do we have one anything more question? Else? I think Ooh, uh, something yes. I do want to talk about. Uh, this one or this one? I think we've probably got Ooh. maybe time for one more. I kind of like the first one. Okay, yes. Do agreed. you? Yes. And agreed. then maybe just like we could yes do a quick, sweet little yeah sweet little round a sweet up. little. <laughs> so, how do you? This kind of actually links to last week as well. Yeah. How do you deal with people restricting you in the workplace? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> no, not how often. It's how do you. I know. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> and then, no, so I think this will be real short and sweet. I've learned over the years because it's happened a lot and it's come from people not really knowing much about my background or yes. me not selling myself yeah. or them saying, oh, you don't have a degree, so you're just, like, starting out. Yeah. I've now learned to ask or give suggestions. And if they get turned down and I know that I'm doing the right thing, Mm. I'll either – I went away and did a 40-page presentation for a full social media strategy, Mm -hmm. even though I got told, no, I couldn't do it. Like, they were were just like, no, don't focus your time on that right now. I went and did it anyway. (laughs) I didn't focus my time on it. I was still doing my other job. I totally I, fucking ignored my orders and did it anyway because I'm yeah. the best. No, that's obviously no. That's obviously not what you did. But yes, but it got me into a really good position because then I was. They said no, but I was like, okay, well, someone's going to say yes. So yes. I just found the right person to to take it and yeah. then make the right decisions. And I was really yeah. lucky that I could kind of navigate that. But if they said no, I used to. I used to sulk. <laughs> I used to be like. <laughs> This is shit. This <laughs> you is don't bullshit. believe in me. <laughs> no, but now I think I'm very much like, okay, well, no isn't an answer. It's just a yeah, yeah. barrier. Just a, a stepping stone that you it. have to kind of go through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. What about you? I think I worked with someone for a long time who basically told me I wasn't allowed to ask questions. It was like living with the Dursleys. <laughs> you did say this last um, time. Yeah. Yeah. She told me I couldn't, uh, couldn't ask, ask questions. And yeah, you just made to feel often like by people that are older made to feel like oh you just can't yeah sorry the the, you just we just do it that way it's like yeah actually i love that one we just no we don't because we've always done it that way we've always done it that way it's like no we don't always have to do it that way we can make innovations we can make changes it's fine the world isn't going to like keel over yeah it is absolutely it's okay to improve (laughs) it's okay to improve it's okay to streamline it's okay to move forward like it's fine Mm. and i think you just have to you have to not make life difficult for yourself like and don't and there are times when you obviously have to respect a line of like Mm. command type thing Mm. but you just have to like you say find someone that will say yes fine build a support base around you and then, because there is there is strength in numbers, and yeah. once you all go forward, it gets easier. Yeah, yeah. What advice would you give, little Rosie? Well, actually, she would have been Hannah by that. that she, point. she would have been Hannah at that point, and she still goes by Hannah in the workplace. To be fair, weird. It's a bit weird. It is a bit weird. This is like your secret identity. We should never have said your name was Hannah. I know, I know, but 
the people that are, quite a few people that are listening to this do know <laughs> it's a, put my little Superman mask on and be like it's not me it's Rosie <laughs> it's me Rosie um, advice I would give uh, your voice is important mm. and it deserves to be there just as much as anybody else's is the advice I'd give myself and yeah and have faith and you are good at what you do and yeah like just because just because you may have less experience just because you are younger doesn't mean that your voice isn't important Mm. what would your advice be uh it would be i think just to keep pushing through yeah and to listen to the advice that your lovely older brother continuously gives you every day and your father and your mother jeremy i was really lucky to have those three as a support crew um and like solid advice and nothing yeah i mean most mostly sometimes we ignore richard but (laughs) (laughs) nothing that they've really said is ever wrong dad sometimes was just like who gives a shit just fucking do it like just get straight in there and it's like dad like sometimes you just have to navigate a little bit but (laughs) we get there in the end so i think it's just definitely like just keep going forward and yes. don't let like the whole sparkle thing especially just don't let anyone kind of yeah dull your shine no agreed and on that okay. do you want to do it with me no i don't really want to do it with you i think it, i think it i think it needs to remain purely as a solo piece i think as a duet it would be wrong and also i'm gonna be honest i can't remember <laughs> you should remember it i think i'm gonna start using previous clips okay that's okay. fair enough <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go through the culture roundup super quick. Okay, speed it out. Right, so first things first, the Kim Ye divorce is finalized. Oh, yeah. Kanye West is going to give Kim Kardashian $200,000 a month in child support. Yeah, why? Because it's obviously what the courts have deemed that she needs, despite obviously being very rich on her own and probably being more than capable of looking after the kids by herself. Mm -hmm. He's obviously also very rich and they do have to share, like, it's just a general thing, I think, because the divorce is so, like, massive and it's obviously a very common thing that child support is paid, Mm -hmm. so they do have to share it. I mean, the kids apparently will be living with Kim 80% of the time. Yeah, good. Which is probably a good thing, to be honest with you, because Kanye yeah. West is on a bit of a decline where he needs, like, he help. needs help. Help, yeah. Um, so that's that's that. And kind of moving on from Kim to mm-hmm. not really moving on from Kim, Balenciaga. Oh, God, I know. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, Balenciaga, what the actual fuck? Like, and Kim's statement. And Kim's statement. Did I send you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kim's statement. Just, like, accountability is a really big mm. thing. Like, that will have gone through so many pairs of eyes and I don't know if they thought it was going to be provocative enough to be cool, maybe? Mm. But it involved, like... It would involve, like, court papers about child, like, pornography and abuse and obviously the teddy bears and, like, bondage gear with kids holding them. Like, it was never going to go well. And why no one thought it was going... Why no one thought to be like... Hang on a minute, just, just... This is not right. Should we definitely be doing this? So obviously Balenciaga are now suing the agency that created it. Which is kind of bollocks because... They had to approve it. They had to approve it. And the yeah. idea didn't purely just come from... It's not like the agency were like, yeah, we're doing this and this is running. Yeah. 
can you just sign the check and pay for it? That's because yeah. that's not how it works. No. It's a collaborative. There was definitely like, there was, an account manager as well. And, yeah. yeah, there were several meetings had, and then obviously the actual shoot took Ooh. place. And like, it's just, and it's then kind of as well. It's really irritating because it's also been like jumped on by like QAnon type people being mm. like, "Oh, this is clear proof of like the, um, like the like elite child paedophile ring." which it, it isn't it's, yeah. it, it's an abomination and it's a nut, like it's ridiculous and Balenciaga should severely pay for what they did I think it's just a um, collaboration of very stupid people very stupid people very <laughs> very, very stupid especially very, in this day and age like very very stupid people and I honestly but I do genuinely think that it I think they thought it might be provocative but cool yeah it was like, no enough to get the conversation going enough to get the conversation going kind of like in a you know like a vein like you know people throwing paint uh, like soup over paintings yeah it gets the conversation going it's provocative and makes people think this was never going to act like that no and also it's for a fashion company yeah so which has been going like steadily into some very bizarre decline given it's like yeah. very beautiful and celebrated history um it's it, it the, it's been yeah. really odd recently but this is a very intense thing and i don't actually know if they'll survive it to mm. be honest with you it's it is like a it was Destroyer. just stupidity and actually it's making it's making light of something almost that you really shouldn't be making light of yeah like it's something that you should, like child yeah. abuse is abhorrent like it's awful and mm-hmm. there are children that suffer at the hands of abusers every single day they're not conversation pieces. This is no. Some yeah, it it's it's not on. And did you see Kim Kardashian's statement? It was very much like, I have a few Balenciaga pieces yeah. in my wardrobe. <laughs> when she's got that custom Balenciaga pieces on her rack that she yeah. uh, hasn't worn yet. Yeah, and it is, and like realistically, it means a very difficult. I guess it's a quite a tactile decision from Kim because mm. it's not like well, it's not like she needs the money from it, but. I don't know, she's probably weighing up, like, should I c- cut the ties? It's a very, like, mm. contemptuous thing. But, yeah, Balenciaga's future, I think, is very severely yeah. in the... Mm. Yeah, it's not... Questions. Yeah, very severely in the questions. A very, very quick one. Everyone's Spotify wrapped will be coming out on Friday. Oh, not a Spotify user, yeah. Yeah, not really a Spotify user either. I only use it to listen to really sad music. Because oh. I have a very specific algorithm that I don't like mess up. Yeah, fair. So for my sad girl FM. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so Spotify rap is coming out. So if, nice. if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, we might be included in people Spotify wrapped. I I highly doubt. I it. highly doubt it. But do you they know, do podcasts as well. Yeah, they do. Oh. Like podcasts are part of it. Well, if we're the only podcast that you listen to this year, <gasps> mm. we'll be on people Spotify wrapped. If we are on your Spotify wrapped. We want to see it. Please yeah, share. Please. If we're not, just Photoshop us in. Yeah. <laughs> we can help. Um, and on a final note, I... So I'm a huge, massive fan of the Adams Family and the mm. Adams Family values, the two 1990s movies. Mm. I love them so much. On Sunday, I binge-watched the entire new Tim Burton Wednesday series. I actually really liked it. I thought it was really good. Ah. Yeah, it's dark. It's funny. It's Christina Ritchie, who plays Wednesday yeah. Adams in the 90s, is in it. she's really really good watching her and Jenna Ortega like interact is is really interesting it's really cool um yeah I liked it a lot it's not like the 90s movies and the Wednesday is different and Jenna Ortega was saying I didn't want to just play a copycat version of Christina Ritchie I wanted to make it my own and I think it works really well it's really good I recommend it and that rounds up the cultural roundup nice Maddie 
hitting us with yeah. you doing a little fun fact. A little fun fact about someone that does not have a degree. Yes, I am. And this one's maybe a little bit obvious, but it ties into my wedding update. Okay, beautiful. I love it. Um, and just the fact that I absolutely adore this person. Oh my god, okay, I'm excited. But she is an actress. Okay. Um, is she coming to the wedding? That would be like my dream come true. Oh my god. She okay. is the most perfect actress. Take oh a god. guess. Oh, uh, ooh. Uh, oh, I don't know. Lily James? Oh, no, but uh, she is... I actually don't know about her. I need to research her. Uh, Gossip Girl. Oh, it's um, Blake Lively. Yes, perfect. <laughs> I always said so Serena Vanderwoodson. Serena Vanderwoodson. Hmm, different story. Spotted. <laughs> no, but Blake Lively is um, one that always dreamed of going to college and didn't want to pursue her acting career, but... Ah, um, but so just fell into her acting career essentially and then has stuck with it since i cannot find anything on her studying since then but um anyone can correct me if i'm wrong there to be fair didn't actually didn't serena actually do that in the end in the show didn't she was meant to go to brown and then didn't uh you know me watching tv i can't remember a yeah that thing. is so true i've I, i'm also being like isn't that what happened no, yeah isn't well. that for real isn't no full well that is what happened because i've seen gossip girl like 10 times um, and then my wedding update, not a lot's going on at the moment. It's just touching base, but... I can say, that's Loki alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Joe and I did have a call with um, our photographers, Ooh. which was very... I'm going to say our photographers. I'm going to book them in tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but they're really keen to work with us, and we're really keen to work with them. Oh, and amazing. it's nice just to have someone that's like like-minded so they're on the same page as us in terms of like wanting like we really want candid shots we don't want to go away and like have staged photos because yeah. like we would rather spend the day with the people we love i feel like wedding photography's really changed in the last mm. couple of years and like the whole like collaborative relationship thing that never used to be you used no. to book a wedding photographer and they'd like and they'd come there. and they'd be like family of the bride family of the groom and you'd all yeah. like stand and yeah there was the can but the candid thing is so gorgeous yeah so they're gonna do they still said we'll do group shots if you want but what we're kind of looking at for the plan is to have the wedding and like get married yeah but then we'll um instead of like going away for photos we'll all just stick around and go have cocktails and canapes well cocktails and canapes drinks and canapes or whatever yep. drinks and nibbles um and do the family photos and things like that around that area yes because otherwise everyone disappears and it's like where is everyone and then what do you do and you just all mill around and it's like ha 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 yeah yeah and so we'll do that around that area and then maybe sneak away for like 20 minutes at sunset yes. but nothing too serious yes 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 and obviously Florence and Patrick will be there so obviously very exciting mm, yeah that'd be amazing that's so exciting but um other than that I think that's that it. Concludes this week's episode. Wow. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode five. Wow, it's one month. Literally one month. Ah! It's very exciting. And yeah, we're super excited to bring you the remaining month of December content, including our yeah. fabulous little surprise. Festive surprise. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again for listening. We love you all. And we Let's are ask out. out. See you next week. Bye. Bye.